audio. Cool. Perfect. So um, what do you do for a living now? Because I know you wanted to know a little bit more about right. um, life purpose and your direction, finances and things right. like that. Um, I had been in hotels for 30 years mm -hmm. and um, then my property sold and um, they decided that um, they restructured and so said that they no longer needed me and that was mm -hmm. last year. So, um, and I just have not able to find something that I'm passionate about and there's not the opportunity well and now even so much more so now since this crazy virus mm -hmm. um, you know the hotel industry is just not something I want to go back into and there's not that many opportunities here um, in Boise so got it okay and you um, saw my posting on the um, RTT Facebook group yes I did. okay oh so you're so you're doing that Yes, I am. Um, that's, that's the only thing that I found that I was like, okay, I'm going to have to train myself in some way okay. to do something else. And so it was kind of the only thing that I had found that, um, you know, wasn't going to take me 10 years and, um, mm -hmm. you know, was something that everybody, you know, all of my employees and everything over the past 30 years or so have I'm I'm a coach that's what I like to do and so um, this kind of just fit into that and so just just basically started um, you know the, uh, the first sets of, um, of lessons so I'm, I'm barely into it but it's it's kind of the only thing I found which direction to go so and that's after a year but. okay awesome well that sounds amazing. I mean, starting over is a really exciting thing. And um, I'm sorry, I'm sharing my screen with you just to let That's you okay. know. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so here's your chart. And, um, you know, it's interesting, you said you've always been a coach, because, um, you know, according to your chart, you know, and, and again, this natal chart is really like a snapshot of the sky at the very moment you were born. Um, okay. So it kind of details like what your soul is here to do during this human experience. And, you know, I really do see that you would work really well, like helping um, people who are courageous, you know, more like adventurers, um, you know, people who, you know, they are, they're kind of like naturally um, confident, but, you know, helping them like channel their time and their uh, energy wisely so they can receive the material gains they're meant to. Okay. So, yeah, so I'm not sure like, you know, I mean, obviously working in hotels, like you probably were more of like a mentor to people. Like, is that right. kind of what right. you were doing? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, th those are just like some elements I picked up from your chart. Um, as far as direction, I would say you really need to work on, or, or I don't want to say work on, but um, put a focus on like balancing what's important to you um, and getting the rest when needed so you can enjoy the fruits of your labor um, you have your second house here in the sign of Libra, and you also have your, um, the planet Uranus is there. So, you know, the second house is all about what we value and how we make money. So it's, um, like basically like the, like the material things we value, right? So like property and, um, like our homes, things like that. And because you have it in the sign of Libra, you know, Libra is all about balance. It's ruled by the planet Venus and Venusian energy. You know, it is, you know, it is about beauty and love and elegance, but Venus also wants us to be prosperous and to be very, very comfortable and um, 
I feel like we have a sense of like reward for what we do. You know, it's earth energy. So that's just one aspect of your chart that I see as far as like, you know, any direction you take, you know, like once you like really get the RTT like up and running and, you know, you have your own clients. I just really see that, you know, bringing balance to like, you know, working, working, and then also like, um, you know, your at home life and what you do for right. leisure. Um, yeah. So, and then another aspect, I'm just going off of what you really wanted to know today. So your physical health, um, you know, for the, in this methodology, we look at your sixth house to look uh, into health and wellness and your sixth house is in the sign of Aquarius. So Aquarius, they are, um, kind of eccentric, you know, it's like, well, not they, I should say the energy, <laughs> the energy of an Aquarius, you know, Aquarius energy is all about like left of center, um, unconventional, right. They kind of like to do things a little bit different. Right. So I would say having that energy in the sixth house, um, would ask you to do things that maybe you're not comfortable with or that not, you know, not uncomfortable, but again, they're just kind of like, um, what someone typically wouldn't expect you to do. I mean, do you have current health issues now that you're working I through? I do. Okay. I do. I have a, I have a nerve sheath tumor. Um, they, they call it schwannomatosis, which is just, it's, it's on the rare disease.org site. I mean, it's just, oh, really? it's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. So mm. kind of trying to work through that. And um, yeah, um, I had That's surgery to remove one and it destroyed the, uh, the nerves down my arm. And so I only have partial use of my hand. So it's just been one of those totally frustrating, um, you know, and, and I'm, I'm not a very patient person, um, oh. which you probably already see that. Um, that's, so. know, that's very interesting. Well, you're a Taurus. You're not patient as a Taurus? No. Well, I guess they aren't. Surprising. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and very stubborn. So it's, it's this, you know, I just want, I just want it fixed. I just want someone to have an answer or, or I need to find the answers and, and figure it out on my own, but something, you know, needs to happen with it. And, and that's just been frustrating. Hmm. Okay. So, so you're currently not like doing workouts or anything like, although the gyms have yeah. been closed, but right. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. That's funny that she said it's on the rare disease uh, website because yeah. I feel like Aquarian energy is rare. You know, it is like, oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's in your sixth house. Okay. Well, you know what? I feel like hopefully, you know, you get some answers regarding that. Um, but it isn't getting in, in the way of you doing like you're studying or anything. Like it's no, not. no. Okay. In fact, that's kind of the other part of it is, um, you know, trying to find something that would work with having really full use of one hand, which is mm -hmm. just a bizarre change in my life <laughs> yeah. the last year. So, um, yeah, it, it, that should be great. Okay, good. Um, okay. Well, we looked at a little bit about, um, like purpose and your direction. Uh, I wanted to touch on finances cause I know you, you mentioned that, um, I'm just looking at my notes right here. So your true note. So there's two things that kind of reveal this. Your true note is one of them. It's just a little symbol right here. And the, and you have it in your eighth house in the sign of Aries. So the true node, um, in this methodology, we look at your true node as, um, as signs for what challenges 
your soul has to overcome in this human experience to kind of ascend to your highest self um, in this lifetime. So a true note in Aries in the eighth house, like first off, the eighth house is all about, um, it's like other people's money, like taxes, um, sensuality. So like, you know, sexual um, relationships, I guess you could say, but like, um, I personally also think it's about investments, like kind of putting your money somewhere and hoping of getting like some return. But right. because you have your true note there, you actually have two things there that um, affect money, but you have your true note there. So that's like a challenge for you. Um, and, you know, again, with it being in the sign of Aries, that's a fire sign. Aries is all about like taking initiative. Like they're like the natural leaders of the Zodiac. First to start, first to finish. Um, natural born leaders like action oriented it's ruled by mars so you know having a true note there i would say that you have like you are going to experience a lot of challenges um particularly with like you know putting your money somewhere else so i'm thinking of like investments like banking um things like that because that's what the eighth house is about um but in the the thing with true nose is to really get out get a picture of what you do well, like the gifts that your soul has brought over from pre previous lives, we look at your self node and that's the sign that's uh, 180 degrees opposite of it. So the opposite of Aries um, puts you right here in Libra. So um, I think what you do well is you kind of think things through. I think Libra, they're kind of indecisive. Um, it's like they're going to weigh all options before they take action. and. Mm -hmm. But what you're being asked to do in this human experience is to not put so much time and energy into weighing all options and kind of just go off fate and go off of like your strengths because that's Aries energy. You're just going to go blaze full, you know, right, right. forward focused, you know. And so that I think would help your money, um, your money situation. It is interesting, though, that it's opposite of the second house, which is how you make money. Um so, you know, I guess it's going back to what I said initially about like finding balance about what's important to you. Like if there's something that you really value and that's, um, you know, you, you feel safe doing, I feel like what's your, what you're being asked to do is just take full, full leadership and ownership of it and like move forward with it. Don't like linger in the decision-making process right, right. too much. I get caught up in that sometimes analysis yeah. paralysis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, Oh, so the other thing I saw also in the eighth house is your Chiron. It's this little circle with the K on top of it. Um, also in Aries, also in this eighth house. Now, the thing with the Chiron is we see that as like where your soul is wounded. So it's like wounds from previous lives that kind of show up subconsciously now in this human experience. So you have the kind of a double whammy here. Like it's, you know, your true node and your Chiron are in the same house. So I'm assuming, you know, your soul in previous lives, you may have like lost a home or, um, you know, lost, had a, like a lack of a sense of safety in, um, in, in your money. So like, it could have been like taxation, like maybe like you're, you were overtaxed or something like that. And just, there wasn't a lot of safety in like putting your money somewhere, having it, um, be available to you. And so now, you know, you're, you have that analysis paralysis here in this human experience. Right. It's just right. a subconscious wound that we've carried from another lifetime. Um, so yeah, I saw that. Um, and I, yeah, I just put down a note, like it's kind of getting in the way of you receiving new opportunities in abundance. Um, 
Now, another thing, if this is not exactly money, but another aspect we look at in the charts to just kind of get through wounds and like any blockages is the moon. Um, your moon is in Leo in the 12th house. So 12th house is kind of tricky to really articulate. It's, um, you know, it's the house of Neptune and Pisces, which is all about, excuse me, it's all about spirituality. It's illusions. It's the dream world, the imagination, basically anything that's not in the physical. So you having your moon in the 12th house, it kind of represents things that are hidden, but I find it interesting that you have it in the sign of Leo. So the, the sun rules Leo. So you have your moon sign um, in a sign that's naturally ruled by the sun. And then, so what I get out of that is, you know, your, the moon, sorry, let me back up a little bit. The moon is all about your ancestral wounds. So the Chiron was your soul's wounds from previous lives, but the moon is like your parents, you know, ancestral meaning like your parents, like aunts, uncles, maybe siblings, like people that were kind of in your um, family of origin, like okay. things they struggle with that may have like just kind of inadvertently rubbed off on you. So I'm getting that your family might've like kept things like secret or like they didn't really like, um, they weren't into like self-promotion or like celebrate accomplishments because with the moon and Leo, so Leo, it likes um, attention, you know, the sun, it likes spotlight, it's ruled by the sun. Mm -hmm. So I consider Leos to be like the trendsetter of the zodiac, like they don't mind being <laughs> kind of front and center. But a moon there means that you're wounded kind of in those areas. Um, so again, maybe your family just really wasn't that into, you know, hyping people up, you know, and a lot of families mm -hmm. aren't. Um, and so you may feel a little like insecure in certain areas of your life um, or just anything that you maybe feel proud of on your own. Like you may not hype yourself up um, because that wasn't really like modeled for you or, you know, mm -hmm. people wouldn't really be receptive, like people close to you wouldn't really be receptive to it. Um, I see that as well. And that can also just be like another subconscious money block too, or a prosperity block, I should say, not just money. Right, right. Um, so does that resonate at all? It does. Yeah, okay. <laughs> definitely. Well, and, and I was adopted. So oh. some of the things are, you know, I can really see because, um, you know, with my adoptive parents, um, and then there's kind of the unknown of, you know, <laughs> my birth mother. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Um, so speaking of adopted and family, your fourth house, that's the house of uh, families and our foundation, our home life. You do have your Neptune there and it's in, um, well, the fourth house is mostly in the sign of uh, Sagittarius. That's interesting. Um, how is your home life? Like, I, I feel like with the Sagittarius um, home life, that's more like exciting, right? Like more action oriented. Um, yeah, always like on an adventure. Right, right. No, it's it's great now. It's it's always been an adventure. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, um, I I married a man who had four children and I had three. So oh wow. Um, yeah, it's the Brady Bunch plus one, <laughs> and now they're all adults. So now we're having grandchildren around, nice. and yeah, it's it's always an adventure. <laughs> wow, that sounds like a lot. That's awesome though. Yeah. Um, cool. Um. What else did I want to say? Oh, okay. So when I was talking about your moon and a little bit about the insecurities, um, I kind of just glanced over at your first house. 
the first house is all about like our impression, like self-impressions, um, the image we like project out into the world. You have it in Virgo. Um, and there's Pluto here. Interesting. Pluto is the little planet. It, it rules death and transformation. So, you know, it likes endings and beginnings, but with it being in your first house, I find that an interesting placement. Have you found, maybe not now, but throughout your life, have you found that you always wanted to like change your look or to do something new, like get, get a new like wardrobe or like get a tattoo, something like that? Um, I, not so much the tattoo part of it, but, mm -hmm. um, but yes, probably, you know, whenever something's not working, it's, you know, it's my natural tendency to go, okay, let's just, let's start all over. Let's, mm -hmm. let's change it all. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. That makes sense with Pluto and Virgo. And Virgo is very detail oriented, you know, it likes all its ducks in a row. Right. Um, yeah. Neatness and things like that. Um, okay. So yeah, we looked at your moon, your Chiron and your um, true node. Um, another interesting placement too, right here again in the 12th house is your moon is right near your Jupiter. And, you know, Jupiter is the, the planet of expansion. It kind of like puts the icing on the cake for everything. So, you know, I do think as you like work through some of those wounds of feeling like, you know, you really can't celebrate yourself. I feel like that's what will activate Jupiter. And that's what um, kind of brings you more abundance in your life so you know how we've been trained in this methodology is we kind of see the planets as um like little like little people almost so like they all want attention they all want to feel like they're playing a part in your life so when some of them aren't getting what they need so like if they don't feel like you know the things you're doing in your life are like activating the qualities they embody then it shows up as like challenges in a particular area of your life um, it's different for everyone. It could just be, you know, it could be something small. Like I know you, you have your Chiron and your true node in a house about money. So there could be like things like unexpected bills that pop up, you know, because you have your Saturn as well here in the eighth house. So, you know, and Saturn likes um, structure. It, it's going to remind you of your limitations. So if Saturn feels like, you know, you're not you're not working on the things that you need to work on. You're not kind of like rising to the occasion of handling on your handling up on your challenges and wounds that your, that your soul has. Saturn's going to create these dilemmas for you to get it, to get you to pay attention. And you're going to have to rise to the occasion, like how an Aries would and handle it. <laughs> so that's kind of how it works. Um, <laughs> um, but you know, it, it, it kind of varies in scale, you know, that's not to be like, um, super pessimistic. It's just, right, right. you know, we're having a human experience. So things right. happen. Um, your Mars, I wanted to touch on your Mars too, because you are like a, you're a quadruple Taurus. <laughs> you're, you have a sun in Taurus and then you have three planets in Taurus. I was like, wow, that's a lot of earth, a lot of earth energy. Um, mm. So you like structure, definitely your career, I would say, um, you know, your, your Midhaven's also in Taurus, the Midhaven's all about your career life, your Mars is in Taurus. So I feel like what motivates you is structure. I think you definitely do value hard work. Um, you would um, really, you know, you do really well, obviously you probably need to know this, but you do really well <laughs> with like organizing things. Um, like if people have something that they really need to get done, like they can definitely rely on you 
to have the objective list and everything right. kind right. of like organized and it'll get done, right? You're very reliable. Right. Um, I think Taurus is seen as like kind of the rock of the Zodiac. Like you're just, anyone could go to them and it will get done. Like, you know, that, that's just Taurian <laughs> energy. Right. Um, so yeah. And it, your Mars is right here in the 10th house. That is the house of careers. But I also think you value multiple projects because your 10th house, it's, you have your Mars there and your Mercury, but it's mainly in the sign of Gemini. And that's an air sign. Gemini likes to put its hands in different things. It likes to know that it's like kind of always busy, I guess. Like, you know, it's, right, it's, it's right. a sign, it's ruled by Mercury, it likes communication. So I definitely think and that, like, that kind of um, ends up being a struggle for me because I, I hear everyone going, you know, focus on, on one thing, focus on, you know, <laughs> uh, and yeah. I'm like, I, you know, yeah, I'm more tend to have, you know, five different things going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like you definitely could handle that though. Cause as a Taurus though, you know, if, if you were like, if you were like, uh, quadruple Aries, I'd be like, no, you're going to burn yourself <laughs> out. You're going to crash and burn, just slow down. But right. yeah, I feel like the Taurus can definitely handle that. That's awesome. Um, so with RTT, I know you just started, like, are you right. going to have a particular niche? Um, I was really kind of thinking, and this is very preliminary, but um, the first thing that came to me was um, that I know a lot of professionals um, that would really benefit from from RTT and, mm -hmm. you know, people that, that I worked with, um, you know, in my professional, um, my, my hotel career, um, you know, that they just get to a place where that they, you know, whether it's career or, or personal or otherwise that I just feel like I could help, um, because of being coming from that, um, world, I guess. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just ask because I know in the group a lot of people have different. It seems like people kind of choose particular right. things. So, yeah, that's awesome. Kind of open at the moment, definitely. See mm -hmm. where it takes me. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's really all I have for you. Um, we looked at life purpose and everything like that. I mean. I just have a question for you. Like after working sure. in hotels for 30 years, like why did you stay in the hotel industry for so long? <laughs> um, I, because every day was different and, and oh, I felt right. like I was able to, um, I'm, I love a challenge. I love solving problems. And I feel like, or I felt like there was every day there was a new, new issue to be solved. Um, and I just enjoyed solving those issues um you know and it was a lot with people and then as as my career progressed and i had less guest contact um it was more that the people that worked for me had things that need solved and mm -hmm. you know their their challenges needed overcome and so that's where i kind of took on the coaching and i just i just loved it um and um i i was able to live where i want to live um make a lot of money and enjoy my life so um that's kind of i think what's been hard in the last year is it was just a huge blow um mm -hmm. you know kind of unexpected although in hindsight um a gift um definitely because i was just not the people who had purchased the property um we just didn't align um value wise 
<coughs> excuse me. Um, so it, it was taking a lot out of me. Um, they just were not. So I, I made a promise that I wouldn't work with anyone again that didn't, we didn't have the same values that, oh, you know, that lined up um, correctly because it just took way too much emotionally mm -hmm. out of me. Um, and I think that did have some physical effects as well. So, um, Mm. Yeah, so I'm kind of find myself in a bizarre um, midlife <laughs> mm -hmm. point, I guess. Um, well, a lot of people are, you know. I think 2020 yeah. is just kind of the <laughs> no it's kidding. the year that kind of flipped everything on its head. So right. right. <laughs> so you do RTT as well. So not exactly RDT. I am certified okay. in hypnosis, um, okay. but you know, I just felt more drawn to the spiritual and like ethereal. Um, practices. So I also right. read tarot cards. Um, and I'm trying to figure out how to marry all of this together. Right. Um, whether it's just like creating like some kind of package or like a coaching system, I'm not really sure. But um, yeah, I just wanted to get comfortable with this. And then sure. obviously a little bit more with the cards and, and go from there. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. Yep, very much so. What are what are the blue and red lines all over? What does that mean? You know what? We weren't trained in that in the um in the certification program I did. Okay. Uh yeah. I really don't know what these are. I think they're like they're called trines or um like conjunctions or something huh. like that. Yeah. I just noticed that all of mine are kind of on one side. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good observation. Yeah. I mean I do know that when you're planets, most of them if they're above the ascendant line, this thick line across the middle, that uh -huh. means that your soul's work relies on doing things externally okay. focused. And if it's below, that means you have a lot more internal work to do. Um, but yours are all external. Interesting. Okay. And most of them are. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's exciting. I'll leave it here if you don't have any other questions. No, I'm, I'm good. I appreciate it. Thank you. And, and I have your contact information. So, um, yeah. Yeah, perfect. Curious to see how that all comes together for you. And um, yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> um, so I do have it set up for um, not it. I said it. 